Hello and welcome to the freaking awesome podcast. It's hold on, let me do it again. <laughs> Welcome to the freaking awesome podcast. It's Monday, November 8th, 2021. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, he is one half of the creators of the YouTube series Date Night. Some say he may be a cosmic alien protecting the planet, too. Please welcome John Abaya. Yes, I've been here for thousands of years, Ben, watching our planet as I sit back and just do podcasts, and that's it. <laughs> So you were essentially the creator of podcast next to like Mark Marin and uh, yes, um, I'm in, and comedy uh, bang bang. Uh, uh, <laughs> Scott Ackerman, Mark Marin, and Conan O'Brien. Yeah, uh, you're, my, in the, you're part of the the uh, what do you call it? What podcast Rushmore. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wes Anderson's podcast Rushmore. Wait, Wes Anderson. Oh, okay, okay. I get it. Okay. <laughs> no, For a moment there, I was like, what? And, oh yeah, he had a movie called a Rushmore. movie called Rushmore. Yes, yes yeah. Anyway, if you're new to the podcast, we usually discuss the things we watch, listen, play, and read throughout the week, and we end up with a main discussion. John, this week we only have a main discussion, so it's going to be a short episode for the listeners. Um, and I'm wondering what the listeners think is the main discussion this week. Um, um, I, my, for my guest from last week... It's me discussing the rest of uh, all the Scream films. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Scream 2. Two yeah. <laughs> uh, Halloween season is over. It is now the holiday season. I guess you could... Is Halloween part of the holiday season? Is that when... I guess, yeah. Does this, like When people say, oh, the holiday season is beginning, does that start with Halloween? Uh, mine starts in July 4th. And then just goes all the Whoa, way down. So that's wrong. <laughs> okay. we, we try to celebrate a holiday every month. Which weird is like a couple of months before July fourth. It's Easter, which is a holiday. Oh, yeah, we, we, don't, we we it ends at uh, December, and then we from January to June. There's nothing for us. Okay, holiday wise. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's an interesting way to say. It. Uh, anyway, this week's main discussion is Eternals. Uh, we don't have a trailer talk and we're not going to discuss anything else um so let's let's start our discussion with eternals we're eternals we came here to protect humans from the deviants when you love something you fight for it dad i saw him on tv with the cape shooting laser beams i don't wear a cape That is a clip from the trailer of Eternals. It is directed and co-written by Zoe Zhao, uh, which she's now a Academy Award winner, Zoe Zhao. Uh, she won her Academy Award with uh, No Man Lands last year. Um, this is starring uh, Gemma, or Gemma, not Gemma, Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, Kit Harrington, Camille Nanjani, Lee McHugh, Brian Tari Henry, Lauren Riddleoff, 
Barry Kinogan, Don Lee, and Harish Patel. Uh, all those names I just said, John. One of them is not an Eternal. Do you know which one in this group is uh, not an Eternal? I'm not, I'm not even looking at IMDb. I actually don't know. I I mean I mean Gamma I know and Angela Lee I know. Um, now I'm looking at IMDb. Okay, I yeah, yeah there's one. I I guess he's not Eternal. He has a regular name in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. Oh, you won't guess which actor. Oh, though. I know. I know. I know exactly who is it. It's oh, okay. uh, Kit Harrington, right? He said. Oh Did wait, you say- you know, there's two people who's not internal. It's a uh, Harris Patel too. Oh, okay, who plays yes, so yes, uh, yes. an assistant yes, to yeah. Camille Nanjani's character. The, the assistant they call they call valet. Is that correct? I, I, was, I don't know if it's a term they use yeah, in I was, Bollywood. I was kind of confused I don't know. about that for a moment. Yeah, it makes it seem like he just drives a car mm-hmm. the whole time, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, this week's is Marvel's Eternals. Um, I don't have the plot synopsis popped up on me, but if I were to wait, let me just actually quickly. Uh, research this. Sorry, I listeners. I usually have this up front of me, but anyway, I, I, I have it. I have it. Okay, go on. Per IMDb, the saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped the history of civilization. That's it. <laughs> Literally, that's, that's it. Basically, yeah, that's a really good description of uh, of the film. They don't. They uh, vaguely tell you what it is. Like it, there's no like uh, on IMDb. Like they. I don't mean, tell especially you. going in. I mean, okay, we could start now. Well, so we could probably th- uh, give our thoughts, uh, spoiler free, our initial thoughts of the film, and then we could deep dive into spoilers for like 15, 10 to fifteen minutes. So, John, actually, let me uh, before we start, I would like to say that before. This is our first time in a theater for at least both of us in a while. I think uh, for together. I, uh, John and I usually watch movies. Our families okay, usually yeah. watch movies together. I was like, I've been in theater for yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. candy, man. But uh, it's the first time for my, our, my, my partner and I to be in the theater in a while. Uh, we've been watching like drive-in movies yes, yeah. and whatnot. So, uh, but it's the first time you and I and our families together uh, in a, a movie theater. And I would say like, predominantly everyone was wearing a mask uh not a lot of people we went to the very early screen early bird screening they mm-hmm. call it so uh we watched it probably around 10 15 ish in the morning uh i feel like that was the best way to be like safety safety and uh, watch it but also like you know it's a saturday morning uh, what else can we do <laughs> yeah. uh, so we don't uh, have to do the rush of the evening i think since the pandemic we became more homebodies so we like the we don't like too many people around us anymore <laughs> i guess you could say uh, especially at an evening i guess you could say uh but mm. before, but all that said uh what's your thoughts about the film um my initial thoughts so i i go i'm going into this film without any actual knowledge about the internals uh my like history of marvel comics is only about around uh, or the characters mostly around, the character I mostly read about is Spider-Man and the last 10 years I've read Spider-Man I don't, I don't, I don't remember a Eternal name coming up at all so I'm not 100% sure who are the Eternals going in and how they relate I know one like name I keep hearing about Eternals Jack Kirby the you know a writer and artist from Marvel so that's one thing and then Jack Kirby has like a distinct colorful style uh um 
when they made thing. When you look at the internals, like look at Jack Kirby's work, it's very, very different, and like it's an era of Marvel at that time. So, but I'm, I, I, besides that, like I don't really know anything about Eternals. I don't know what they are. Um, going in with the trailer from last year when we first watched it, uh, from them saying certain names like Cersei, Icarus. Uh, uh, what was that? Gilgamesh, like those names I've heard in Legend. Like you've heard those people's uh, names. Uh, I've I don't never heard of Sprite. I mean the drink, yes. I've no, I don't know the Sprite <laughs> at all from like Legends and mythology. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those like the three ones I mentioned, I heard before. Oh, Athena too. Well, it's not with Athena. It's called Athena. So it's like in- interesting. Where I think this is probably the real name is Athena, yeah. and I think as years gone by, people call it Athena. I'm yeah. assuming. No, well, her name is. Athena with no A, but people call her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, yes, they 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 they, they pronounce it Athena now, but prior is Athena. I wonder too if all the other ones are from Mythos too. So I don't know uh, like that, but that's from the trailer going in. That's the only thing I know, and the only real name I know in there. Like, if I'm hundred percent, like, oh, that name I know from this legend, Icarus flew close to the sun, and that's it. Like, I know that name from there. So going in, that's my like knowledge of the thing. This might be the only one next to Guardians of the Galaxy I don't know anything about. Uh, Guardians of the going in, that movie, I knew some of it because the run-ins that certain characters I read about will run into them. That, that's what I'm saying, the Eternals. It's so out there, that concept of these beings living among you, uh, among men and protecting them. Like I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, it's probably way different than the comic books too. I don't know 100% like the way the people look and whatnot. So I don't know anything about that. But going in, that's my thought of mine going into the movie. Um, the last Marvel film I watched was, I believe, Shang-Chi, right? That's the yeah. last one. So going in, it's uh, this is different because uh, this takes place in present day and they do flashbacks. I really like how they did the flashbacks too. They they did the style of like not. I I always I won't say lost, but I know it's it's been done where uh, someone will mention a character and then that thing will trigger a moment in the past to give that character more development or like a a small little tidbit about that character to relate to the situation of the present, basically. So mm-hmm. I, I thought that was kind of. Uh, different from marvel films because they never really do that and the cast is like how many people like i want to say 10 people right 10 or plus main characters right yeah uh they've never done that in the marvel that is not established already so like none of these were established pre-hand uh before this so it was interesting to see them trying to put all these characters together and then it actually worked for me like i kind of i i think it worked really well yes uh, each character is different like no one's really the same so no one's like a cookie cutter of this character uh maybe like super super power wise yes that's it like yeah this one reminds you of thor this one reminds me of quicksilver the flash Flash. yeah all these other superman yeah wonder woman (laughs) like that like all these people you've seen before yes that i would say that but the personalities are really distinct from each other from now i'm not saying like distinct from like characters you've never seen before like it, these are like typical characters that you see in this story like right away you get oh this person uh you know as as um selfish person but he means well like that type of character or uh, she is uh cold-hearted but 
in a uh, in interesting way. It's it's odd, it's odd to say like which one's which, but I'm just saying like it's to have each one different from each other. I thought that was really good for me for distinctly like oh yeah i know this person by the way they act no one acted the same so i was kind of worried like uh, two people would be jokey characters the whole time and uh i mean kumail was the only like real jokey character and i like that like he is originally a jokey character a jokey person in real life so yeah he was jokey a lot and then i don't mind that like this one character can do it everyone else is in the more realistic and more grounded area but uh Mm -hmm. but still you know moving forward the plot um the plot wise too it's different but you've seen it before like i yes. there is a enemy banging the ga- ga- gang yeah, yeah. together to get to it is that yeah. it's it's a uh, well they've never really done that in marvel where we get the band back together we broke up so yeah. that was interesting to see uh sort of in uh end game they did no that. no i know but those are characters yeah. you've already seen these are people you don't have no relation yes, to like yeah, you've yeah. just seen them where all them goes and whatnot but other films have uh mimicked this yes, formula yes. before and it is interesting that they are the first superheroes of earth so they have this like history that we don't know about they can still expand upon like if they wanted to do more they can from like different eras of Marvel and then incorporate other characters in that era because there's like a throwaway line where a lot of them met like certain Marvel characters throughout their lives so I'm like oh that's kind of cool like they can do whatever they want so I thought it was cool but going back to the plot it is a plot you've seen before so it's not that interesting but even the main bad guy isn't really that interesting <laughs> even no. though it's played by it's kind of forgettable yeah, it's played by a really well-known actor again like similar yes. to guardians like oh this guy's really cool guys why did you have him them more in there uh so it's like just another throwaway character i mean i think guardians not did this. throwaway but i think he is he's kind of forgettable in yes. the sense of like you don't really know his intentions no, no, whatsoever. No. Well, you know how the beings are, the the yeah. things that they are. But other than that, the when they introduce the person, right? Uh, you're like, okay. But overall, I still enjoyed it. Like it, it has emotions. It has a lot of like talking about humanity and what was it for, and all these like different themes all rolled up in one. Um, but I think they did a good job showing each theme and how each character can react to the situation and uh they're just like it's a very different superhero film i think a marvel film not just superhero overall marvel film um i've never seen her work before um close out yeah i want to see it now just to see uh just to see other how, how she portrays humanity or how she portrays actual characters like grounded characters but I I think from this I I'm, I will go back to like watch her other stuff. I've I've never done that before before like because I've always when a director's done stuff it's stuff we've seen before and it's, oh they're just basically Marvel what they do is like they take indie directors and push them up more to the I guess I think it's one of the, it's no secret <laughs> when um, Disney or Marvel does that yeah um, it's a way because they're so new. At being in the big budget, uh, it is. It's no secret that it's easier control <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, versus yeah. like someone who's Nolan or Zack Snyder. Uh, they are very like uh, they're on tours when they come as director. They have their own sensibilities and their own style. While Chloe, Chloe Zhao and even like 
um, well, I forgot his name, but uh, who made Shang Chi? Uh, they all have their sensibilities, but you could tell it still has the Marvel polish yes, yes. to their films. Like that's hard to remove. Like I, I think all films kind of have that polish, even if someone like James Gunn's Guardian still has that polish, mm-hmm. even if it's like a little bit more slicker and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that it, actually? Yes, yeah. So um, initially, like you, uh, when I was going in t- into the film, I had no idea who were the Eternals. I went as far as not even like researching anymore. Uh, I want to go in the film as someone wanting to know if I could understand who were the internals just watching the films mm-hmm. without yep, any yep, yeah. preconceived expectations or whatever. Um, also, like I, I want to just I want to have fun. Like I just want like oh okay, I don't know what's going to happen next. So I, I, I think that's more exciting than. Figure out like when we watched Dune, I kind of knew beat by beat what's going to happen. Although it's like it was, I had fun watching it. I didn't have that excitement like, oh, I know what's going, what what's going to be surprising. Um, but going and my only connection is Chloe Zhao because I'm a huge fan of hers. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but oh, some people probably know this. But the the short film I made uh, during uh, college is that. It, it, the cinematography is borrowed from her films. Oh, okay. <laughs> and if you notice, there's a lot... What do you think you'd notice in this film when it comes to scenery that you notice? Not a lot people in the foreground, but they're small and the background is like huge. That's, I don't know you... And then do you notice it's always shot in the magic hour when the sun oh, yes, sets and sun yes, rises? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So all her films are usually like that. Um, she loves lighting, uh, natural light, mm-hmm. so she uses that as much as possible. I think when this film was announced during one of the Comic Cons a couple of years ago, uh, um, what's his name? The producer, Paul Feig, or uh, Simon, what, what is his name? Are you Kevin, talking Kevin Feig? Kevin Feig. Yeah, Feig. Feig. Is this Kevin Feige? Kevin Feige. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know him anymore. Uh, I think it's Kevin Feige. It's, I'm, I'm pretty sure okay, it's okay. Kevin Feige. Um, I think I'm getting confused of the other the director. director. Yes, from Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. It's t- Kevin Feige, but he was surprised that Chloe Zhao could shoot everything in in uh, in its natural habitat, like in its no sets or whatever. And he was like really impressed. And then, like, the, the running joke was like, well, yeah, you could shoot things without green screen all the time. And you notice that in this film. You notice that they went to on location. They shot. I mean, I don't think every, I don't think they went to, like, Iraq or whatever. But they shot places that look similar to Iraq or uh, the places that they were in. Not a lot of green screen in those wide shots, establishing shots. That's what I love the most. Like especially think, on the volcano, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially on the volcano. And I think one of the things I'm surprised about that, I don't know why I really like this, but I think I just like this overall story. It's a story I'm familiar with, but I think I've never seen it depicted on Marvel's lens. Like the, about humanity. Like why are we here? And are superheroes... Like, are these beings, superhero beings, or these internal beings, their responsibility? Like, what's the responsibility? Uh, I think those questions were asked, but they were never, like, answered as well as this film for me. Um, and it has that whole, like, Fast and the Furious, like, we're family uh, type of, <laughs> uh, of energy that I really love in uh, Fast and the Furious films. 
Um, other than that, I'm, I know I'm kind of probably being a little bit biased because of the filmmaker, but I do find that this film had big ambitions with its storytelling, its tone, and its characters, and I think it hit a home run for me. I think I I, I love it so much that I know not everything works as well, but I think it's I think because it was different, that's why I love it. I don't mm. know if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's my initial thoughts. Uh, before we go to the spoilers, actually, I just want to mention that there is a article from a friend of the podcast, uh, Richard Newby, out on, I believe, uh, Hollywood Reporter. It's on HollywoodReporter.com. I want to say it's Hollywood Reporter. Uh, it's titled, Why Eternals is Dividing Audience. Uh, this is a tag, like Zack Snyder's before her, Chloe Zhao de- deconstructs her superheroes and forces them to question their purpose in the world through meditative and melancholy narrative beats. Uh, if you read that, he breaks down the history of their internals in the comic books from Jack Ger- Kirby and later on Neil Gaiman uh, and how the Jack Kirby run at the time when it was released wasn't uh, appreciated at all because it was... It was moving towards like mythos and uh, away from like the Marvel world, and people didn't want the Eternals to be part of the Marvel world because there were too much of the mythos that they didn't like. Um, I thought that was interesting because I feel like there's a talk of it right now about that. Uh, I also want to highlight a podcast. I know we're a podcast, but I want to highlight a podcast who was also a friend of the podcast. She was in our uh, Shangxi. Uh, uh, episode uh, Katie Smith Wong she is was she was a she is a she was a guest on this podcast Team Picture House and she interviewed Chloe Zhao uh, Chloe Zhao Zhou why am I saying it weird now um, <laughs> Feig <I don't>, Feig <laughs> uh, Kevin um, Feig so yeah like I, I would recommend uh, listening to that and re- reading uh, Kevin Newby's uh, Kevin uh, article Newby's? he said Kevin <laughs> okay Richard Newby's <laughs> article. I have so many notes here that I can't tell which one's real now. <laughs> uh, so let's start with spoilers. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, I'm going to time us. Uh, we'll talk about like probably 10 to 15 minutes starting now. Uh, so John, what do you want to talk about when it comes to spoilers? Um, I mean... To like just fast forward, I just for the very ending of this movie, I have no oh, idea. Okay. You just want to go straight yeah. to the uh, end credits yeah, yeah. already? Well, well, just just get it out because okay, this, yeah. I think there's a the one thing that I have no idea. Similar to the movie, I have no idea what's happening. Uh, I didn't even know that was Harry Styles because I think I'm not familiar to his face. I thought that was Bill uh, Sass or. Uh, Asgard no what's his name oh god Skarsgård because I saw his name one of the brothers his name showed up in the credits I was like is that him (laughs) I I can't tell too like I was like I don't think that's Bill uh, Skarsgård I was like that has to be someone else and then uh, uh, I looked online later on it's like it's Harry Styles and then I guess it was like hinted that he was in this film or something I have no idea I I don't I, I only seen him in Dunkirk not Dunkirk was it Dunkirk he was in the World War 2 film I don't know what film he is in now uh, uh, Dunkirk you're right it is Dunkirk, Dunkirk. Okay, that's the only yeah. film I 
know him from and that's it like i know his name i think is you're from right there. that's the only thing i've known him from uh, i don't now. know anything yeah from anything else and he played this like weird like like from guardians of the galaxy character i was like oh okay this has to be something uh, like space i i feel like anything that's in space now is just very like whimsical <laughs> in the marvel <laughs> uh uh, so he yeah. plays. Uh, I mean, you're in spoiler territory, yeah. and if you've never I watched, I, the movie, I think I'm in spoiler. Yeah, Did I step yeah. In? <laughs> yeah. You passed. Am the I in this territory now? Yes, uh, but yeah, um, but he played a guy named Star Fox, and I was like, "What's happening?" Because the only thing I know. <laughs> but in the in the movie, he's called uh, Eros. No, but his first name's like. So yeah, but I'm skipping the other part. Is this? Uh, yeah. I won't say. He, you know, I looked it up. He's a troll. Um, that's played by Pat Oswald. I don't uh, Oswald, Oswald. Patton Oswald. Uh, Patton yeah. Oswald. Um, he I don't Pip the troll. Yes, I was like, who is this? I was like, is this us Guardian? I would say that the CGI wasn't that great when uh, I saw that. Yeah, they, they they. I feel like they've done better than that. He looked like when it comes to like human a, CGI, they're not as great. It's only when they do like creatures he looked like a like straight up cartoon character yes yeah <laughs> I, yeah i feel like because the face isn't a real face you know how like they did yeah. like lord of the rings they're based on real people so they they can change it a little bit in lord of the rings and yes. this one it's like just straight up animation character like groot or whatnot and just he well so that character is the one that says "Hurry, hurry, here's star fox and he's like half drunk and i was like <laughs> and then for a moment there i thought it was going to be loki because the colorful uh, yeah, so I thing. had the same f- uh, thing too. Like I was thinking the exactly same. And then it's him, Star Fox, or what? What was the guy's name again? Uh, I forgot the person's name, but it's Harry Styles. Eros. Yeah, Harry Eros. Styles. Eros. Yeah, he's wearing like a red wig, like almost like a, a Wolverine-like style hair. And even you look at the comic book characters, like, okay, this is what they're trying mimicking and whatnot. And then after that, then there's this other one after credits. Oh God! What's his name from um, uh, the other Game of Thrones guy? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Kit Harrington. Yeah, Kit Harrington. Apparently, he is a superhero. Black, Black Knight. Yeah, I was like, okay. And then you told me it's uh, what's his name? Marshall Ali. Ali. Yeah, uh, Marshall Ali. Uh, <laughs> Blade himself is talking to him. I was like, what is happening in this movie? Like, what is really you? Happening? You're not ready for four. Un, uh, not un, uh, characters that are not familiar with fans. Oh yes, yes. Well, <laughs> well Blade, no, Blade, Blade is like the only one. He, Blade they, is only, only one. they only show that person's uh, yeah. face. So, but I don't, I, I don't, I know Blade is like in the magic realm. Like if you have to put them in the side of wherever Marvel, like if there's space grounded heroes, uh, then there's magic. So they have to belong. He belongs in that weird dark magic area, Blade. So. I don't know if Dark Knight, not Dark Knight, what's his name? Black Knight is Black part Knight. of it. Yeah. I don't uh, know if he's going to be called Black Knight after. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's going to be confusing for people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he apparently has like the magic sword. Very confusing. Uh, this is the most confused like end credits scene I've ever seen. And for a person who don't read those comic books and don't know those characters, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I was very confused in the first Avengers. Well, first Avengers. Oh, when they show Thanos. Oh, yeah, okay, I had yes, no idea yeah. who Thanos I, I was. I knew Thanos who was that person, but then yeah. I didn't know the extent of like he who he was now, how we know him yeah. now. So that's the, when we look back on here, we're like, man, Black Knight's a cool character, <laughs> right? Yeah, like I know. In ten years from uh, now, five to ten years yeah, from yeah. now, yeah. Like, his ultimate sacrifice when he took the sword and defended yeah. uh, what's her name, uh, Cersei. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, but we'll see. Who was your favorite? Um, 
character among the Eternals. Uh, besides Kumail, so Kumail was my one of my favorite. Just the intro to him, where he's on mm-hmm. the Bolly- Bollywood making a film, and then he-, he does this weird meta thing about film, <laughs> like we're filming a thing about superhero, but I'm also a superhero. But look at these posters; they kind of look like it's you very know, meta. Yeah, it's they- is going even. It kind of even gives a little shout out to like how. Films need uh, sequels now. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, like, the film poster looks like straight up like a Marvel poster with the centric character, then on the side is all the other side characters looking yeah. on their right side, left side uh, look. Uh, oh, yeah, what whatnot. I actually enjoyed a lot of these characters. Like, their personalities are really well uh, uh, from, established. Yeah, established. Yeah. And what. Maybe the most boring one, I, this is very weird to say, is Icarus for me. It's like, he's just a straight... He is. Like, so, like, uh, Chloe Zhao even said in an interview, what she was trying to mimic is Zack Snyder's Superman. And okay. you kind of get a glimpse of that in some shots. Well, well like, yeah, when he's uh, hovering with his hands Yes, fisted. there's a lot of influence. Even when he was yelling... When he's using his laser eyes, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, this is very. And then after I watched the movie, I read somewhere where she was influenced mm-hmm. by that, uh, by that Superman specifically. And you mm-hmm. get, you also see uh, the boys. What's his name? Um, I forgot his name in the boys. The show. Oh, Homelander. That yeah, Homelander's yeah, yeah, yeah. type of with the uh, jaw thing. like crunching. Yeah, like he's yeah. mad a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, but all of them, I think, did very well. Like it's. Hard to say. Like I said, Kamel only beats the jokes. Like his power is little like like uh, gun beams. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he needs to have it like a gun, but I mean he does do like a small fireball. He can like it's almost like a who uh, who's the Dragon Ball character who has a little gun? I think Piccolo. I think one of those characters that's like straight up like two fingers and then shoot. Like that's how I don't remember. Yeah, so, I forget. <laughs> it's, I'm probably it's Piccolo, but still, either I think maybe all of them do that in Dragon Ball. Um, but yeah, it, they're all like just cool characters that I think they are just w- well developed. Like you know each personality really well, and uh, just them just hanging out uh, with them one among. I mean, it does do the thing where when it goes, when more characters are introduced, then they get more jokey over time. Yes, and then yeah, it makes sense. Like they they show that. Um, but yeah, I, I would say Kamel, and then m- maybe like I don't know, like I, it's hard, it's hard, like a toss up for all these characters, like uh, besides Icarus, <laughs> but besides that, like everyone else is like more, um, they have their own thing going on, and I, I just enjoyed it. I really enjoyed uh, Makari. She's the one that has super speed powers. Oh yes, and she's deaf, for- right? Yeah, yeah, she, she's actually like yeah, a deaf actor who's playing a deaf character in the movie. And I like how, although um, as a deaf person she doesn't speak as much, I like how they translate the the sign language uh, into like drama and action mm-hmm. at the same time. And I've, I that was really kind of cool to see. Like you can make this happen. Use uh, you know have deaf actors in an action movie and then uh, she's def- very emotive with her yes yeah. emotive yeah yeah they, they she was incredible i think um i also like um don lee's uh gilgamesh oh yes i think yeah. that was don Suk, really cool Suk? huh is it don Suk or oh no never mind that's, that's don lee, don oh, yeah, lee. Yeah. yeah um yeah i thought he was a cool character um, but yeah, I think they, they all have their coolness, their own kind of coolness around. 
uh, I think Gemma Chan did a great job as about leading a, a actor mm-hmm. in this whole film. You can see that she will be a great addition to the Marvel universe. Um, but yeah, I, I I also agree. I would like to talk about like some interesting scenes oh, yeah. <laughs> shot in here. Um, so as you know, if you watch the film, there's two particular no, scenes that. that we never. <laughs> I know. Uh, that we don't really see in uh, Disney films or Marvel films lately, or haven't seen in a Marvel film. Uh, there's a sex scene. Um, you would say it's not. It's a. I would say it's a PG rated. I, I would scene. say it's like almost Matrix Revolution with Neo and uh, Trinity, but turned yes. down by five percent or five fifty percent, like that. Down more. Uh, it's a beautifully shot scene. Um, I think there was like this controversy, like why is it in there? But I think Chloe Zhao believes that the Marvel universe, you know, the, the fans are maturing, that they should also get a matured story. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about, you know, you're bringing your kids, talking about your existence as a being. I feel like that's a, a good way to explain like how we come to this earth. Um, instead of sugarcoating it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good way. Like, well, people are made by this. Like, uh, People uh, are created by like doing this. And I think that was kind of cool if you if you were opening that up. And uh, one of the other scenes is uh, with um, Brian Terry yeah. Henry, Pop Fossils. Uh, he is shown as being the f- depicted as one of the first gay couples um in the movie in any marvel movie and i love that too because it's embracing without it's being subtle and not hand-fisted and um and they're embracing it too at the same time Uh, i think it's like a power scene because it's the film is about family and he has his own family in the film and i thought they them connecting all that was really well done well they're they're connecting to a family could be anyone like it's not like yeah the the what do you call the nuclear family from the 50s like a man and a woman and yeah a a brother and a sister yeah yeah. uh i think that was kind of that was really cool uh to see Mm -hmm. um what are your favorite powers (laughs) I think him, Fasos, is one of the best ones because you don't see that in Marvel. I mean, the closest thing you see, I guess, is a Doctor Strange style, but Fasos does technology. He has the wits of, like, Tony Stark's when he comes to yes, the you see yeah. him. He actually builds it. Like, Tony yeah. can get to point A to point B, but he has to actually physically build it. You see him do it with his hands as a blueprint, uh, Tony Stark, but in Fasos, he does it, if he builds it, he can do it right away. Like, he can manipulate whatever, I don't know what they're doing, their energy. I know they say it's like Celestius, so, man, I forgot the name of the role. Uh, Celestial. Yes, energy, basically, they're yes. using. That's how they get their powers. That's why it's all like this weird looking, almost, I want to say like that Doctor Strange uh not, not typeface <laughs> that's not a type font or you got it's uh <laughs> it's that look though that's very yes, circular yeah. looking uh technology and whatnot so i thought that his was my favorite one only because he his character is very tragic to me he m- helps make the atomic bomb i was like wow this is yes. like insane when they mentioned that i was like oh do you think uh the circle style is because uh, Doctor Strange is probably using that type of Maybe. energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. celestial energy. I can see them like incorporate it later on 
like retconning like this is a type of magic that everyone uses the circular yeah. uh, magic um, but yeah his is probably my favorite one the probably the second one is probably uh, it's it's very beautifully used really well is Cersei's power where she can change anything to whatever yes that's one, my favorite what, yeah. what would you call it? one material to the next or one uh there's an actual word of, manipulate yeah manipulate but you manipulate to another not material but another like um i know uh, it's a manipulating a rock. like take a rock matter it into matter, another yes. matter take yeah. a rock make it to wood take a rock yeah. make it to water yeah <laughs> that's all she came on saying <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that hers uh, is probably. I think hers is really uh, the way they show it is really well done too. Mm-hmm. Like you, you understand. I think actually everyone in the beginning of the first fifteen minutes because they they pretty much put you in their group like immediately. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, but I think the way they well, it's well defined what each person can do, and I thought that was kind of cool. Without it's the whole like showing not saying anything and they do the um, superhero pose in the very beginning of them yes they do it a couple of times <laughs> yes. though but and then, they do it, yeah. uh, another thing they do too is that this is like the power rangers like the tv show each character yeah. is wearing their color throughout the whole film it doesn't matter what type of outfit they're yes, wearing yeah they're, they will stay in that color and i thought it was kind of cool the only time they actually broke off is when Kumail's character Kingo was wearing a different color. The only reason because he's portraying Icarus. Yes, and yeah. I was like, what is happening with that character? Like, <laughs> it's like he's just taking that straight up uh, the look of that character. But I was out of that. That's a well touched. Like, I mean, we've seen it before and like, you know, like Power Rangers. But I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, they're, they are just like, superhero outfits did you know the outfits are hand painted i didn't know that the i looked that yeah i found that I out did, yeah yeah uh, uh chloe Zhao, she's very hands-on very practical okay. you could actually see like a lot of the practicality in all of mm-hmm. it like the set designs i wish are though very... the villains were the deviants are more practical yeah yeah, yeah. i mean um, that's hard to do <laughs> and the look of it is just very like i don't even know what you describe that it's... to me i think marvel still has the problem about these no-name villains mm-hmm. and uh it was when shang chi that was the same way like i didn't care about these <laughs> villains at all like you know I mean, besides uh, bill uh sask oh god i keep forgetting his name uh scars guard um but yeah be, even though he talks a little bit as crow i guess that's his name yeah. in the thing it doesn't do anything for me like it's just another nameless bad guy with a yeah. face <laughs> with no face like you don't <laughs> care about in uh in this movie <laughs> um but yeah i think that is it for so spoilers before oh god before we go, oh, yeah, go what do you think is the future then after that end credit scene like what is so going to a lot be? of it i didn't understand what's happening i understand that when they talk to um what's his name um it started with a t i totally oh, forgot. I, I don't I, know, I know what you're talking about oh the bad guy to ter- tatalium or something like that i forgot uh, tie, tie a mute. Yeah. Tie a mutt. I don't. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> tie a mutt. Yeah. Tie a mute. <laughs> but oh, yeah, when yeah, he, I, I really don't know. Like he says that he's going to return to pass judgment later to see if the humans. That's not tie mute. I don't know. Tie mute is the one inside the planet. That's what the name of. That. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one's uh, called Shisha or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh uh, no. I feel like a bunch of listeners are like uh, John and Ben. <laughs> Why don't you know all or these? Something like that. I forgot uh, the name. Uh, Ishmen. Yeah, is the, it? Our, our, our Ishmen? Uh, yes, our, yes. You sound, that sounds Arishem. more correct. Arishem. Than, uh, Arishem. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, 
Arsham. Yeah, that's his name. Their name, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I actually don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I, like- I'm still waiting. I know the next Avengers movie when they, I think, uh, part, whatever, that's when they're going to actually show the big bad because all this is leading up to that Avengers movie, whatever that's going to be. What? Um, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I was like... That's how the that's how it is. Oh, I feel like I if see. they're following the same formula as the previous phases, uh-huh. if you were to start again, because we all thought like Lo, uh, what's Loki was the big bad. They mm. never announced, and then I think we are we're not sure who's the big bad yet. I, I mean, think they're going to throw all these hints, mm-hmm. but it could be completely like someone in the left field. <laughs> um, because we're talking about. Uh, celestials or is that what's what? celestials? Uh, I mean, there's only I I believe he's a celestial, the Galactus character. Uh, I'm I'm probably wrong. I don't know. I I feel like that's right. Uh, Galactus is a um uh, celestial. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, um, I think this is a way though for Marvel to introduce a character that's bigger than the world, like. Oh yeah, there's beings that are bigger than Earth. <laughs> you have to get used to that. <laughs> like this, this I think there's this uh, because I, I, everything I was like, this, this is probably the best villain to introduce after like a uh, universal uh, what you call it? Uh, d- you know what Thanos did to the universe. Uh, the closest thing to like that, I guess, is Galactus almost destroying Earth uh, or going to destroy Earth. So it takes. I know in the comic books, I only remember watching the cartoons and whatnot that the Fantastic Four help destroy Galactus in some way. But it would be nice that now after 10 years of Marvel, 10 years plus at this point, there will be so many superheroes. And they could do like their own little, like not Endgame, but like if they can incorporate all the TV people and all the, you know, the ones from the, they're making the TV shows right now. Different, different multiverse. Yes. Well, no, not, not, not multiverse. <laughs> no, 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 not that. I'm talking about like, uh, uh, Miss Marvel, um, the, uh, the, the Hawkeye series, the young, yeah. Hawk, the young Avengers like that. They can all have their chance to fight this one bad guy. And it's not like a bad guy, like Thanos, where you have to like string all these together and stuff like that you can just you know uh the la- the next movie will be, or the last movie will be the fantastic four introduced or in their movie will be introduced to or not even their movie but they're part of it and yeah and i have this feeling too that i i want marvel to this this is me and my titles <laughs> i think i think the avengers thing is like you only have that when you need to have avengers like uh, not just a young Avengers, but the Avengers team and stuff like that. I feel like they can go with something else with the name. Like, I, I want to see a movie of Marvel and just call it Galactus. And like, what is? Do you this? think they're not gonna do Avengers anymore? Do you think that's because uh, once they include the X Men? Yeah, that's whatnot. what I'm saying. Like, the stories will get very hard to do. Like, they yeah. they have to go by storylines like they have, that's what i'm saying like they they i don't know what the storyline it was called when they introduced galactus but it would be cool to see that like the name of the movie called galactus and that's it and then you kind of get like a know of like who's this character a little bit uh, uh 
what you call it? Or this or devours of worlds like that. Like that's yeah. a cool name <laughs> to hear. Uh, uh, Marvel's devours of worlds. Well, well, no, you don't need to put Marvel. But yeah, I'm thinking that's what they're prepping for is to get the audience of Marvel get used to like there's a huge alien species in the world that might be gods <laughs> from this film i don't know the yeah. exact thing i almost get like prometheus alien covenant vibes from this film a little bit <laughs> it's like i want to i want to know more about that uh, uh i forgot that i was just reading right now that uh jack Kirby, when he left marvel he worked at uh dc where he began this the saga of the new gods yes 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 that's uh, why they the, the what's his name uh uh, that that group of people, the the dark side seed, side, yeah. dark seed, dark side, dark side. I so he kind of like created part. both, yeah, uh, yeah, Marvel they, and that, DC's yeah, those, those cosmic mm-hmm, universe. Yeah, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect, but I will be excited. Um, I think this move. I know a lot of people. The, the movie is divisive with a lot of people right now because mm-hmm. I think it has like the lowest uh, art rotten tomato ma- rotten tomato score at the moment for a Marvel movie, and I don't really I care about that. that. Yeah, I don't care about that yeah. too. Richard Newby was posting stuff that are below sixty percent. Did she yeah. know that Blade was like fifty yes, percent? Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah. okay, this is. Uh, I don't. I, I know like Rotten Tomato score doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, you, if you enjoy it, you enjoy I think it. If you like Marvel films overall, this is just another in their line of Marvel films. Like you might like similar to me, where if I pick a comic book and I was like, oh yeah, I don't care about the story arc, I will still continue reading Amazing Spider-Man. Like because I'm invested. I guess that's what we are right now. We're just invested in the plot. I mean, you haven't watched Loki, right, Ben? Like, I'm like, I have. Okay, I have. Isn't there one that you haven't watched yet? There's something that you told me. It's the Netflix shows. Oh, okay. No, well, yes and no. Like, (laughs) it's hard to. uh, We'll see if we see in uh, Far From Home if a character shows up in Far From Home that's been uh, hinted out for many uh, the last couple. Well, I watched that one. I watched that particular show. Yeah, yeah. that's. It's. I think it's like one particular show i never watched okay yeah but they're i didn't watch shield i don't know anything Agents i mean of there's shield. only like one character two characters that came from agent shield so it doesn't, yeah uh, that's really, true. not even two characters one character from agent shield actually came to the movies and uh, that's because he plays the butler <laughs> of yeah of the tony stark or the father i forgot the father name but yeah um, but yeah that's our discussion of the eternals it's out on theaters right now. You can't stream it at the moment, so uh, I would advise you to wait if you're not comfortable watching it in the movie theaters. But also, I want to say that um, if you've gotten your two vaccination shots, you can get your boosters right now. And uh, I'm advocating to also get your child to be vaccinated too. Uh, it is lifted that five uh, of pe- children of five to eleven are also. Uh, good to be vaccinated uh but other than that if you want to save humanity that's what i'll say i mean that's why i learned um, internals that ben we're in it together us humans like we, all our differences we have to like stick this out together because in real yeah. life ben there are no internals there are no adventures so. yes yeah um but john where can they find you and audrey on the internet uh you can find us on datenightplays.com our latest video we played this um, 
I guess POV game. I don't want to say FPS, but it's a POV game of us hunting rocks. But a monster is trying to get us. So check that out. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, I, I, the title of my mind, uh, the the title of the video is, uh, uh, is off my mind. Oh, I found it. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> this is why I didn't say the name. So, uh, the Salatroskis incident. It's Russian. The, the title is we'll Russian. We'll put that in the show notes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abayad. Uh, Benjamin Abaya. I was going to say BenjaminAbaya.com. <laughs> at Benjamin Abaya. You can find all of us and our episodes at TheFreakingAwesome.com. You could become a patron for no less than a dollar. This helps us offset the cost of running a website and podcasts. But if you can't do that, please subscribe, rate, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now. Like and engage with us on our Facebook page at The Freakin' Awesome. Or join our Discord server. The links will be on the show's notes. Email us with concerns, comments, or corrections at contacts at thefreakinawesome.com. Once again, you could be part of our Patreon page and get episodes early at patreon.com slash the freaking awesome. Okay. Uh, thank you for CSA Chow for producing the podcast. Thank you, John, for editing it. I'm Benjo Nabaya. I'm John Nabaya. And this has been the freaking awesome podcast. Oh, 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 oh